Hey, how are you? Oh, hi, Virginia. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. Right. Hi, everyone. Today I'm talking with Dr. Kimberly Leonard about how she helps people accomplish their vision and goals. Dr. Kimberly Leonard is a behavioral optometrist who has helped thousands of people over the last two decades accomplish their vision and goals. Dr. Leonard has mastered the process of helping people to attain super health and real happiness in all areas of their life. After practicing Dr. Leonard's techniques, people perform at their highest potential while enjoying their extraordinary journey. Dr. Leonard is an author of Visualizing Happiness in Every Area of Your Life and the host of an incredible Life Creator podcast where she interviews people from different walks of life to find out what gives them happiness and fulfillment and how they are putting their gifts out into the world. Through her podcast, she inspires the listeners to discover their passion and purpose and live it. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You're welcome. I'm excited that you're here today, too. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you start this journey? Um, the journey of entrepreneurship or the journey of uh, optometry? Or <laughs> the journey that got you here today. Okay. Well, um, it started out that I wanted to help people. And so I decided I wanted to be a doctor and I didn't like blood. So optometry, there's not too much blood in it. So I chose that one. And then when I was in school, I did a rotation in a vision therapy clinic where we were helping children who were having difficulty in school because of their eyes. And I helped a little boy and it was so amazing. The changes that happened with him that I thought to myself, I can do this over and over and over again and help lots of people. And so I got very excited about it and I actually specialized in it. It takes a lot of extra training above what regulators do. It's called behavioral optometry. And I had a therapy center and at the therapy center, people would come in, they would have a problem or they would have a goal. And I would say, okay, let's look at your physical, emotional. Let's look at your eyes, your brain, the way you're functioning and see where you're at, where you want to go. Okay, I write a program. We break down patterns that aren't working well, create new patterns that are beneficial so people can get their goals or so they can get the healing that they want. So I love doing that because the one of the things that I saw happen with that, no matter what the problem or goal was when the people came in, was that after going through the therapy and the program, they had more confidence they felt like they can do more things. They felt good about themselves. Their self-esteem would go up. And to me, that's the key thing. If we don't love ourselves, what else is there? You know, we have to love ourselves. And so I really loved doing that. And then after years of doing that, I decided I wanted to help people on a bigger scale, not just one-on-one. -on -one. And so I started by writing a book and then uh, speaking and training. And then I started the podcast because I, again, I wanted to touch more people. And now my podcast is global across the world. I just love it. I love the guests coming on with all different perspectives. And I feel like I can inspire and encourage other people and, um, you know, just 
have a voice for the positive and the good, especially with all this stuff going on right now, just a positive thing for people to hear and listen to and be encouraged. And they have a lot of business people on there. So a lot of times they'll give business techniques and things like that to help entrepreneurs or help them pivot during this time. So I feel like I'm being, um, a help and an inspiration to people. And so I just love, love the podcasting. And um, I think we discussed this already. I'm um, going to do my first podcasting class in October. So if anyone else has a wonderful message they want to get out and they want their voice to be heard, then podcasting is the way to do it. And if you want to learn, I will show you step-by-step step so you will not mess up. You will get it and you'll be podcasting in eight weeks. That sounds really exciting. We'll grab that info from you at the end. Is that okay? Okay. Awesome. It'd be really fulfilling to um, be able to see the people in their transformation while you're working with them. That's pretty cool. What are some of the most common mistakes that you see clients making? Um, when they're doing podcasting or healing or, uh, I'm just not, um, whether you want to talk about the podcast aspect of it or just like the visionary aspect of it. Yeah, yeah we can talk about the podcast aspect of it. So, um, I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make if they're actually going into podcasting is that they quit too soon. So podcasting is about being consistent. So you wanna consistently publishing a certain number of episodes every week, whether it's one or two or a bunch, you wanna be consistent. Two, this is for the long haul. Um, have you ever looked at a podcast and you watch the first five episodes and you thought, ah, oh, this was just so great. You look, and the last time that they had published one was two years ago, and you're wishing for more, but there is none. So consistency, and this is a, a long-term relationship with your audience. You know, you start something, you're giving them something, they expect that relationship to keep on going. And so um, it takes uh, a lot of dedication day in and day out to make sure that those published all the time and a lot of people give up in that area that's true I said that song is going through my head like yeah I'm like Dory just keep going just keep going just keep swimming so who's your ideal client for you my ideal client is um, one of two people, and sometimes it's the same person. Someone who has a message that they feel they want to get to the masses, and they feel it so strongly that it's just, they got to get it out. They just got to. And then the second one, and it could be the same person like I'm saying, um, is a business person or someone with some kind, kind of business. Because who doesn't want to be to expert in their field? And how do you become the go to expert? 
first of all, you educate people. Second of all, you have to get out there and introduce yourself to people. So then they feel familiar with you. They have rapport with you. They say, oh yeah, I know that person. People buy from who they like and trust. Well, if you're out there giving content, 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 that's very valuable, that free content, people are gonna learn to know you, they're gonna trust you. And that is one of the best ways to get more clients and loyal clients. You know, it's okay to have someone come and buy once, it's great, the money comes in, it's awesome. But if you have loyal clients, that means everything that you put out, they're gonna buy it. That's what you want. Consistency in the um, income coming in too. Yeah, you want them so those all. Those are my two clients, people who want to buy the business or have a voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want people that are always looking to buy more from you. What do you have, what do you have? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about Apple. People are waiting in line for the new thing to come out. They are loyal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hard to get them to switch. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what is a big goal that you're looking to achieve over the next one to two years? You did mention that you're starting a podcast, a, t a course on podcasting, sorry. Do you have any bigger goals? Um, yes. My biggest goal, so like I said, my podcast is global, but still it's not been disseminated large enough for me. So I want, you know, if I went to visit France, I, I might run into somebody that actually heard my podcast. You know, I want to make it international so that we're, there's coming together of people. The reason I like to interview people from United States or Canada, as well as people from other places is because you can have the same topic. It can be a business topic. It can be a life topic, <laughs> lifestyle, whatever. And you ask someone from North America, they have a totally different um, thought process on the same thing than someone from Europe does or someone from South Africa does or someone from Asia does. And it's just so fun to see the differences in this distinct distinctions and to bring that to people so they can actually think. I think, I think <laughs> that um, these days, especially in the schools, we're not teaching children to think. How can you think if there's not different points of view? There has to be different points of view so you can look at each one and actually go through the process of thinking and reflecting and deciding what is true for you, what's gonna work for you. But if you always hear the same thing, it's very constricting. So I like to hear different ideas and share different ideas and let other people hear those ideas. That's pretty cool. What would that global recognition do for your business? I think just um, personally, it would give me more opportunities to connect with uh, brilliant, amazing people. So um, I have several values, but one of them is I like to connect with people who are out of the box thinkers, 
who are brilliant, who are brainstorming and creating projects and making the world a better place, making things better for everyone. So the more doors I have open to different people, they say we're only what, two degrees away from who we want to talk to. Well, I'm banging the door on the degrees. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll shorten that. <laughs> I, I'm banging the door on the degrees because I just love connecting with people. And I also, because I'm a connector, I love connecting people with other people who can help each other. So, I mean, just this week, I've connected several people to people who were filmmakers. I'm like, y'all need to know each other because this guy was teaching storytelling. This guy's doing filmmaking. This other person was doing filmmaking, but doing filmmaking and story, story, storytelling. So I connected all three of them. I'm like, all three of you guys just all need to connect because maybe there's a JV there, a joint venture. Maybe you can just learn from each other. So I love just making things uh, improve exponentially by bringing those people and things together. I just love putting things together and seeing wonderful things happen. You must love baking or cooking. <laughs> just put those together and just enjoy the outcome. <laughs> yeah, I don't do very much. <laughs> but I am an artist. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love doing art. <laughs> I put lots of things together there. There you go. Do you feel like there's a roadblock that's helping you being able to shorten that degree of between you and the other people? I think the only roadblock is myself. And this is being very transparent. You know, we all have our own personal blocks and blind spots. I do have more than one coach. <laughs> I have a business coach and a personal coach because I think we all have work and healing to do. And it's those things from childhood where the child is running the show we don't know the child is running the show, but the child is running the show and they're saying, that's not, not safe. I'm going to stop you right there. You're not going to get there because that's not a safe place to go. So that internal thing that you're, you know, at least me, I'm not conscious of it, but I know it's running there. Um, yeah. So I think it's really important in anyone's journey is to do the healing work. I don't think anyone can be an effective leader or even there, there's going to be a point where you hit a wall in business if you're not doing the internal work, the healing work and removing those blocks that you probably put there when you're a little kid and they're still there. Yeah, yeah all those. On them. All <laughs> I those probably things. always will be. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's always good that we work on ourselves and improve ourselves too, right? Mm -hmm. It sure is. And it's a wonderful journey. It's, it's, it's a wonderful journey. You know, even the hard things, I, I always tell people, you know, life is a sine wave. You know, it goes up yeah. and goes down and goes up and goes down. And for me, as long as it doesn't hit the ceiling or hit the basement, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't want my sine wave doing that. But if I can just keep the sine wave kind of close to the line where it's pretty even and steady, where I'm feeling the ups, I'm feeling the downs, but I'm still on an upward trajectory, then I'm going to be happy. <laughs> and I feel like pretty satisfied. Not perfect. Give up yeah. being a perfectionist. <laughs> so not perfect, but at least I'm going in the right direction. There you go. I like it. 
What has been working for you to attract more business? One-on-one -on -one connections. You know, so many people are going online, they're doing these Facebook ads and oh, these webinars and stuff. And I think you need to do those. In fact, for the podcast course, I will be doing those. Um, but when it comes down to it, especially if you're selling something that's higher ticket, the one-on-one -on -one connection, you need to connect with the person, get to know the person, let that person know that you care about them find out what that person needs. And if you can provide what they need, then it's your job to say, hey, I can provide this for you. Hey, this is a win-win. I can help you with this. And then to, to create trust, let's say that what you have is not what they need. It's not what they're looking for. If you can refer them to someone else who can fill that need, believe me, when they need what you have or they know is what you have, they're going to send them to you because you've already built that trust. You can't build that trust with a Facebook ad. You can't build that trust with a webinar or this, you know, these things that just come on in the middle of your YouTube. <laughs> You're listening to your YouTube music. And all of a sudden this guy, hey, do you know about uh, Amazon? <laughs> I just interrupted my music. You know, I mean, is that really a way to to create rapport with people. No, you're shocking them. You're interrupting you're doing. I, I don't see it as a very viable way to do things, but one-on-one, -on -one, it's a little slower that way, but referrals are always stronger than just somebody off the street or somebody off the internet. And that's, that's so how I actually built my podcasting guest list. I started out with my warm market and I had a pretty large one anyways because of my entrepreneurial background. Um, but whenever I finish a podcast with one of the guests, I'll say, now that you see what my format is, who do you think would be a great guest for the show? So first of all, nobody wants to um, recommend somebody that's not good. So whoever they recommend, they're always good. I always take them and say yes but they think about who they think would be their best person who would represent, they're really representing them if they're, yeah. if they're choosing to refer them. And so I get amazing guests that way. And let's say this, this new person that they just recommended, well, they're even more known than that person. And, um, you know, they can open me up to another community in another community. So it's really important. Sorry. Yes, I totally agree. Like your warm market is great for referrals. And I love how you said that they're, all, they're always going to think about who they send you and send you someone that is good because they don't want to look bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you only work off of referrals or how else do you kind of grow your connections and meet people one-on-one? -on -one? So um, sometimes I'll just go on Facebook and um, I will see just who is out there. 
So if someone has something very interesting they're doing, like a look at their profile, I'm like, oh, what a cool profession. I love that. I will connect with them and I'll say, hey, I just want to connect with you. I saw you're doing this really cool stuff. And I wonder if I know more about what you're doing. And, you know, we'll have a conversation either on the chat there on the messenger or sometimes we pick up the phone and talk. Um, one of the guests I had on, he hasn't been published yet, but it's been recorded. Um, we were, we kind of, he actually connected with me. So he must, we must have some mutual friend connected with me. And I said, oh, thanks for the connection. I mean, this is on the message. Thanks for the connection. Tell me about you. Would you like to have a connection call? And he's like, yeah, I'd love to have a connection call. And this was later in the evening. He was from California and I'm in Georgia. And I'm like, well, I have been so busy this week. This is probably the only time I have. And it was like 1030 at night. I'm like, this is probably the only time I have. Do you want to have a conversation? He said, yes. So we call each other up. We talk on the phone and we're on the phone for an hour. And he's this wonderful guy. He's the psychic of California. He has clients from all over the world because he said everybody wants a psychic from California. <laughs> but he gets them from everywhere. But we just had a lovely conversation getting to know each other just per on a personal basis, not even anything about business, just on a personal basis saying, hey, who are you? What's important to you? You know, what do you love doing? And, and I found out some really cool things about him. And we had a wonderful conversation. In fact, um, we said, oh, we need to talk again. So even though I've had him on the podcast now, you know, there's people that you actually create friendships with and you're just like, I want to keep in contact with that person and, and even spend more time with them. And, you know, some of those people become you know, your clients if you're in business. So, yep. yeah. Did I answer your question? Yes, ma'am, you did. <laughs> Thank you. Is there... Anything that you're doing to kind of stand out online? Not that much. In fact, I, I have been putting it off. I don't know why. Um, maybe because I'm not sure who I'm looking for. But I know I need a VA. <laughs> I need a virtual assistant because I am putting things out on Facebook and I used to put them on all the different medias. And I'm like, this is exhausting. I'm too tired. I don't <laughs> and <laughs> I so um, I really need a VA to help me with that. So not really. I'm just posting on uh, Facebook. And then uh, my podcast, I am doing it uh, audio. And then I started a YouTube channel. So I'm repurposing all the videos that I did. And they're ending up on my YouTube channel. And the cool thing about YouTube, I love doing the podcast. But I found that if I put this particular episode on my podcasting site and then uh just starting three months ago i started putting them on the youtube um the as soon as i put that same episode on the youtube it gets twice as many views as it did as a podcast i guess because people like to see the person i i don't know exactly why but i'm like oh i really need to keep doing this <laughs> so i was going to ask you that so are you putting like the the video of your conversation of the podcast like your recording of the podcast or is it just kind of like a still picture with the podcast overlay on it oh no i do all my podcasts on zoom and they're um you know with the person um unless they don't want to be shown 
you know, they, I've had a couple guests that they did not want their picture on there or they didn't want their to be on the video for some reason. And that's okay. Um, and so with them, I do have a still picture of just a picture of them yeah. <laughs> and, and them talking, but, um, no, most of them are the actual podcast, the way it was recorded on video. Cool. That's fun. What is the best advice that you have ever received? Oh my goodness. There's so many things that so I can just, I think one of my favorite ones, and I put this quote even on my Facebook profile, and it's a quote by Zig Ziglar. If you help enough people get what they want, you'll always get what you want. And I truly believe that. I love helping people. I love promoting and putting people up so other people can you know, see them and promote them. And, um, and, and I know that there'll be a day when the, you know, that good feeling they have from being taken care of and promoted again, when they know somebody that needs what I have or how I can help them, they're going to think of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I like that one. What's the best advice you have ever given? Oh. What's the best advice I've ever given? What just keeps coming up is be yourself. But to be yourself, you have to know yourself. Mm. And so know yourself yeah. so you can be yourself. The thought I had when you said that was when you were talking about doing like the inner work on yourself, right? It's a great way to get to know yourself better and, you know, like, like you for you. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you. Is there anything that you would like to share that I haven't asked you? Is my core mission in, in life is to help people to feel important, cared for, loved. And I want every person to know that you were born with a special gift, talent, something unique to you that you were meant to share with the world. And when you share it, you feel fulfilled and you feel happy and you feel on purpose. And when you share it, we all get the gift of what you have. And when you don't find that gift or discover what it is or know what it is and don't put it out, then we all lose. Mm. So feel loved, feel confident, and share yourself and your gifts with the world. Yeah, let your light so shine. Don't hide it under a bushel. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the great interview. How can people find out about you and what you do? Um, well, if they're um, 
If they would like to know about the podcasting course, um, I'm on Facebook a lot, so they can message me on Facebook. Um, there's also a page on my website, and it's really easy, drkimberlylinnert.com. And Kimberly spelled different, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. And Leonard is L-I-N-E-R-T. So drkimberlylinnert.com. There's a page on there that talks about the course, but there's also um, links to the podcast and links if you wanted to get the book and just a little bio about me. So I'd love to connect with anyone who would like to connect with me. Awesome. Thank you again so much. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.